0: Not me. Sydney, you know that you do the intro now. Okay. <laughs> Hello.
1: Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Technically an Adult Podcast. Today, we are bringing back one of our most liked episodes, which is on skincare, and we are going to be doing some updates on our personal skincare routines and some things we have learned through trial and error. Uh, regarding some of the things we talked about in our original episode so sit back relax and get your moisturizer redder ready
0: get it redder get it ready
2: let's see if we've learned anything new
1: did go back and listen to the episode, and I noticed that we never really explicitly stated what our individual skin types were, so I thought it might be helpful if we could talk about that just for a second, if you guys are okay sharing what your skin types are, and then also if you have any skin conditions or any skin concerns, if you could share that too that way. Sure. Although we've... I guess as 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 we're going through like what we use, it might make more sense. Right, to right. The listeners. So
2: right.
1: Anyways, I know I, I
2: can't know. believe you listened. listened.
1: Yeah, you know how it is when it comes to research.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll do it. <laughs> Take one for the team. So, to our listeners, you know how like Adam Driver doesn't like to hear himself or watch any of his videos. Like he's very uh, sensitive. No. Sydney has the same. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the listeners. Sydney oh. has that same thing. She hates it. <laughs> she hates to hear yeah. her own voice.
1: I will not listen back to the episodes. I just can't. I can't stand the sound of my voice. I'm just like, Ugh, I hate it. I hate it. So I don't listen. But I did listen. to to make sure that well actually I'm not gonna lie I didn't listen to the whole thing I couldn't but I did listen to like the beginning and stuff Mm -hmm. so
0: um so I honestly don't know what my skin type is um I don't I don't think it's terribly oily it is pretty sensitive especially my face skin um I have to be really careful about what I use it fragrances and and really strong chemicals um will like actually burn it so mm-hmm. so, but that's about as much as I know about my own face
1: yeah I guess I should have started off with I forgot to mention what the four skin types are normal dry oily in combination. I and
0: combination have- and where
1: in, in, in case you're curious what it means when so I think it's pretty obvious what normal dry and oily are dry as in your skin your sebaceous glands don't produce enough oil oily is they produce too much normal is just your kind of in between like normal normal amount healthy and then combination is where you may have normal in some areas dry in some areas and oily in some areas and that's specifically regarding the t-zones so if you're not sure what the t-zone is I would google an image because it's kind of hard to uh, explain but it's like your like forehead and like down your nose like in the shape of a t but anyways just look it up so you can see an image, and then if you think that your combination based off of that description, then that's your skin type. Anyways, what's your skin type?
0: I, I have – com- to- oh, sorry, go ahead, Kenzie. I was going to say based on that, I think I'm normal bordering on dry. Mm, okay. I have combination, I think, I used to.
2: Now, it's a lot of dry areas, but I do still get – even in my 50s, I still get some major zits.
1: Yeah, and so. I do believe that actually as you age, you – your glands do produce less oil, so. just as a, a normal part of aging. So yeah. that's not surprising that you feel your skin's getting a little more dry. I definitely feel like I have normal skin. Like, I kind of hate saying that, but like, I have pretty good skin, mm-hmm. pretty lucky. Um, I will, I do have to attribute a lot of my skin, like, clearness to birth control. I think that has a lot to do with it for me. Um, Because when I would have breakouts before, it usually would just be, like, around period time, like, hormonal. But I really don't have breakouts anymore. I just have pretty normal skin right now. I will say I'm like you, Kinsey. My skin's pretty sensitive. Like, certain things can, like, actually chemically burn Mm -hmm. my skin. Um, So I do have to be careful about what I put on my face. Um, And same with makeup. I cannot – and mom – you remember when I was a kid and I would wear, like, play makeup and stuff. And I oh, my break goodness. Out. You could yes. not wear –
2: play- yes, I do. Still,
1: still to this day, I have to be very particular about what makeup I buy because certain brands will break me out. Um, so I, I definitely deal with the sensitivities as well. It's a pretty sensitive skin in general. Um, but that's about it for my skin. I really don't have any major concerns I had acne growing up, like, as a teenager, but I grew out of that. Um, and then just the sensitive skin thing, so making sure I'm using the correct products. But you should do that anyways, even if you don't have sensitive skin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mom, you didn't really talk about if you have any concerns. Do you have any concerns with your skin that you try to tackle with your skin well, care routine?
2: I mean, we've made it pretty clear throughout several episodes, like, the theme of psoriasis yeah. or eczema.
1: I just wanted you to say right. you had eczema. <laughs> yes, I have eczema. <laughs> uh, I'm just teasing you. Yep,
2: yep. Your brother, your brother got that from me. Aren't y'all lucky? Yeah,
1: I guess so. I don't think I would like eczema.
0: I'm still not convinced that I didn't get switched at birth. So I'm just well. kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs>
1: In the uh, so in the last episode of skincare, we talked about our per- yeah. we talked about our, uh, our personal skincare routines, and so just as an update for our listeners, are you guys still keeping yours? Um, and if so, has it changed at all? Like, what is what is your current routine look like?
0: Um, so, going into this episode, I had already changed my routine somewhat. My morning, my AM is still pretty much the same. Like, I just use, um, a vitamin C serum and a, um, and a moisturizer. And it's still the, um, Sailor brand, um, with the bergamot in it. So, it's got those nice, like, citrus smells to help wake me up in the morning. Um, At night, I had been kind of alternating through a bunch of different products, Um, you know, like every other, every night I'd use something different. So recently I had switched to just using um, a PM cream from Burt's Bees, and um, then I was like, okay, I've got this rock um, anti-wrinkle moisturizer with retinol in it, so I'm going to start using that. And I started using that every day for a week. And I have now had to change my routine again because tragedy struck. Because the happened? retinol was working, but I wasn't prepared for what retinol is actually supposed to do. So um, I gave myself a panic attack because I thought that I was having a bad reaction to a COVID 19 vaccine because my face was like burning. And my skin was, like, red and starting to peel. And it didn't occur to me that it was only on my face. Mm-hmm. And so I was, like, panicking. And then I... Michael was like, you gotta chill out. Like, have you used a different product on your face recently? And I'm like, well, yes, this cream. And he was like, yeah. have you looked into what retinol's supposed to do to your face? And I was like, no. So I, like, had to, like, sit down and calm myself down and Googled it and, like, if you use a retinol product, be prepared for your face to burn and for your skin to get red and for your, um, your skin to peel a bit. Because what retinol does is it retrains your cells to turn over at a faster rate. So it's working if it's doing those things. Um, and if you don't want it to do those things, you just need to use less. Um... But I didn't know that going into it. So I've learned a, li- a new lesson about skincare very recently. Um, nice. So that was another reason why I wanted to share that because I don't want anyone else having the panic attack that I did. Yeah. And, and we not did knowing mention what to do. Uh,
1: using retinol yeah. uh, in aging skin in our last episode as well. But I don't think at that time any of us had actually used it. Right. So uh, that's good that you have had that update yeah. and yeah. could share that because I'm sure there's a few people that may have tried it afterwards and been like oh my gosh like this is not what I yeah thought this was going to be at all
0: and literally after two days of like stopping using it like all those things went away so don't panic quick recovery yeah Yeah. well Um, I
1: would be curious to know if you have started back how long it will be before things like level out
0: so I have started back and I also did one other thing, which is I had been using it directly out of the shower. Um, okay. Which, depending on what's in your water, could heighten the effects of hmm. um, the, the retinol. So I stopped doing it straight out of the shower, gave my face some time to dry, and then put a moisturizer in between the two. Okay. To kind of, like, you know, as a buffer. Where and did you... What
1: did did you look that up like is that like advice you found online or what made you decide to do that
0: I did find that online um and I will include a link with this episode on um on our website so that anyone who has a negative reaction to retinol and panics like I do will have the yeah. that same resource
1: and I think when anything that you're doing that has some level of like altering like natural processes you really do need to do your research mm-hmm. before I think that just as like a rule of thumb so yeah I think because it's something that you can just buy from the store people don't think it's like that serious right but, yeah but you can know add- it is changing how things function on your face I suppose or your skin so you should definitely
2: and, do can, your research. and can I add one thing I mean you should use it anyway but if you use it on um, retinol because it it, I've learned that because it it, ta- it thins the, at least the top layer of your skin is what it does. You should use use you should use, definitely use sunscreen because it kind of yes. takes away some of that, your skin's protective ability from the that sun. Is so also make true. sure you use sunscreen.
1: Have you that been using came. retinol as well?
2: I have. Mm-hmm.
1: What has
2: you your experience been with it? Not, I have not had Sydney or Kenzie's experience at all.
1: Yeah. So what has yours been like?
2: So, I mean, at, at the beginning, it was like it was some irritation, but I think I've kind of worked my way through that. Honestly, I only use it about once a week because I have other, because I have the, my Curology uh, thing that I put on at night. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I don't want to use, you know, kind of like Kenzie. I rotate some things around and I only use that like once a week. I found some, oh, I found some vegan retinol and vitamin c collagen so, uh, thing from what, tj tj maxx
1: what um what brands do you guys use of retinol or like type so, or, yeah so brand? the one
2: i have is it's just called vegan skincare i got it at mm-hmm. tj maxx okay so and it's retinol and vitamin c face essence all right uh so. i've been
0: using rogue it's called rogue uh, the brand rogue roc where do
1: you oh oh okay yeah. Yeah, yeah i know that brand i've seen that before yeah um, that You get that from, like, Target, right? Yeah.
0: You can rest assured anything that I'm using yeah. I got from Target.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I haven't started using retinol yet, um, so I don't have any input on that. Uh, I did add collagen kind of into my routine. So I found this actually at Target uh, protein powder. I needed a protein powder. And there's this one. It's called... The, like, brand or the company that makes it is called Dose Co. And it is protein powder plus collagen powder. And it's, like, 20 grams of protein and then, like, 10 grams of collagen or something. I don't remember exactly. I don't have the thing in front of me. But um, so now, like, I use that after a workout as, like, my protein shake. So that's the only <laughs> thing, really, that I've, like, added um, from last time. Still haven't tried retinol, though. Um, I don't know that I really will. For, like, for a while, I probably won't just because I don't really have any skin discoloration. And I already am getting, like, Botox. So I don't really have. I don't know. I don't know. Does it help with wrinkles? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah see, that's so why I'm using already. It. I don't really have to worry about that right now.
0: I will say. Like, it does a much better job keeping you from getting wrinkles than it does from reversing the wrinkles. Like, it's anti-aging, not reverse aging. So, if you are thinking about maybe starting, but you're, like, on the fence because you don't really have wrinkles yet. Um, and uh, y- maybe you, you're, you like, I'm closer to acne than I am to wrinkles. Consider adding, like, an anti-aging to your routine if you're not going to get Botox. Um, just so that your skin gets those benefits now while it still has all of its good, It just helps it keep all of its, you know, youthful properties. And, uh, it helps, like, I had a cystic pimple during this whole process of, like, having a panic attack about it, and it went away in two days, which normally those wow. things are on my face for, like, weeks. So it'll help yeah. with your acne, too. So when are they going to wow. come Some out process. with, when are they going to come out with re- with reverse aging?
2: That's what I want.
0: Um, I would love that, but you know, the world has <laughs> like, other problems. First,
1: they have to figure out how to reverse aging. Yeah.
2: Um, Where is that felton of youth?
1: But what you can do is get oh, Botox and fillers and That is lips. true.
2: That is true. <laughs> Make right an appointment now, so with a plastic surgeon.
1: We do have that much mm-hmm. currently available to, to
2: That the is true. That is um, true.
1: So, I... Listen to what I told the world I did for my skincare routine. And I have to say that I have changed a little bit. Uh, one thing is I got really lazy and I just stopped washing my face in the morning. Don't do that. Don't be me. Keep do keep washing your face. You should. But I'm lazy. And I just skip that step and go straight to the moisturizer in the morning. <laughs> so, <laughs> But I do still use vitamin C. I do still... Use sunscreen
0: mm-hmm.
1: every morning. Every morning, people gotta use the sunscreen, and I still use the moisturizer, and I still use the same brand. It's the CeraVe brand. Love that brand. And then um, I also have started what I put, whatever I put on my face, I put on my hands because. Uh, you, I think we forget about our hands mm-hmm. but our hands get the same amount of sun exposure as like our face does because even in long sleeves what's exposed to your hands so uh, I try to use the same skincare routine on my hands as I do on my face so I do that and then in the last episode I had gotten Botox at that point but I I think I had like just gotten my first treatment of it I've been getting it consistently now and if you want to know more about like my experience with Injectables like fillers and Botox. We actually have an episode on that, so you can go back and listen to it. But uh, now I've been getting it uh, more frequently. I haven't had to re-up on the fillers yet because those last about 18 months, and I haven't hit that point. But Botox, I've done three times now, and you get it every three months. Um, and I love it. I absolutely love it. Best decision I ever made. I have had zero issues with it. I think my skin is actually I feel like smoother looks smoother now than it did before and I just I swear by it I really feel like and I a lot of people like well not a lot of people we all uh start aging like our skin starts aging at like 25 and uh anyways so I I know I didn't really have like a lot like any wrinkles or anything but I was starting to get some fine lines set in mm-hmm. and like those are totally gone now um so I I swear by I swear by it I'm a big supporter. Oh, and then I wanted to add because I was like, you know, I was thinking about it as I was listening to myself. I was like, you know, it's cool that I do that, but people might be listening and think like, oh, she's got like this big budget or whatever. And I just want to say I don't have a big budget at all. What I do is I take out money. I have figured out how much it's going to cost in advance. And then each paycheck, I take out a certain amount so that I can pay for it. And so that it doesn't break the bank every time. So if there's something you're interested in, you should definitely go talk to someone. A consultation is always free. And find out how much it is. And then just set aside the money for it.
0: Yeah. And not to plug that episode again, but we also go over um, ways to save money and um, options for paying for those services and how to find a good, reputable person all in the injectables episode. Because it's
1: not just for rich people. And celebrities, it's really not like you can take care of your skin and do anti-aging things, and not have a big budget. Yeah. So, uh, just wanted to throw that out there as well. Good tip. That's how my my skincare has changed. Pretty much the only difference is just I don't wash my face in the morning because I'm lazy, but I do still use the same like scrub brush. Also swear by that. Um, And like I was saying, all my products are still the same. So. Oh, I use CeraVe, and then, oh, sorry, I use CeraVe for moisturizer, and uh, I use, I'm, I'm using the Tarte vitamin C oil right now. I am not crazy about it, and I think I'm going to switch back to the, what I was using the last time we recorded this was this brand called Skin 111, and it's very pricey, which is why I switched away from it, because Tarte was half the price. But I'm just not crazy about the Tarte brand. I love Tarte's makeup, but I don't really like their or, their vitamin C serum. So I think I'm gonna switch back to the Skin 111 serum.
0: I really like um, La Roche Posay's. It's the only vitamin C serum that I've ever used, but I like it a lot. It smells nice, and it doesn't hurt my face, which is important. That is important. Um, and and you can get that from Target. I don't know if you've looked into that one at all, but
1: okay, it's good. No, I haven't so um and then mom i don't know if you talked about is your skincare routine different at all i know you've added curology which we talked about yeah
2: no i've actually actually have a like a true like wash my face every night with neutrogena face wash use a scrub brush i either put on the I don't know how to pronounce it. Trenton something kind of lotion. Trentonin lotion. I don't know how to say it. It's for my Curology. It helps with the dark spots. You know, aging's dark spots. Um, Moisturizer because, you know, I've got my eczema. So I try to get those. And then in the morning, it's the same thing except moisturizer. And then I put sunscreen. I've added sunscreen. Not only to my face, but... Because it's hard work being ghost white, as I am, pale white. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I use – I have the spray – I have the spray that anything that – like my hands and anything that I think is going to get sun that day. My arms, chest. Spray. I even spray that because –
1: Okay. Yeah, you know, so – when she when you came to visit me recently, you were like she had a hundred and ten SPF.
2: I'm not joking about. That. I want the sun to reflect.
1: And then what was it? You have all like like a different SPF. What was the one for? Was it for your face? Or that was body? my face. Okay, so then she had like thirty SPF for her body. I was oh,
2: like, it's a hundred. <laughs> it's a hundred. You told me. You're like if you're yeah. You're like that's a good that's good. But if you're gonna use that, you better use that all
1: no that's what i told her i was like i'm happy that you're using such a strong spf but if you use that on your face you better use that everywhere because your face is gonna be ghost white and the rest of your body so i'm using <laughs> it's gonna be a completely different tone.
2: so i'm using 100 plus so oh i won't be i won't be getting any sun no, there'll be no oh sun God. on no freckles this year because that's all i get is a freckle <laughs> um
1: what do you use for your eczema
2: um, I usually is that,
1: use just like a, is it prescription?
2: No, I, I have had prescription in the past, but right now I'm just using like hydrocortisone, just regular over the counter.
1: And how often do you use it? Is it like just when you break out, or do you have a set amount? Of time it is it?
2: just when I break out, but I have to use it cons- like as soon as it breaks out, I have to use it like consistently because even if it starts, because if I miss a day because I feel like it's healing, like it's almost healed, it'll flare back up. Like, I really have to. Use it almost every day. Okay. So, okay.
1: um and then with the Curology, just in case there's anybody that might need help getting a good skincare plan down and might want to use a service like Curology, can you just tell us a little bit about the process of getting that? I know we talked about yeah. that a little bit in our um, Curology, episode, but yeah,
2: Curology.com. And <laughs> just like if you went to a, a doctor's, they're going to have, you're going to. Have a questionnaire that you have to answer. Um, you do have to take pictures of your face, side side, and like your chest, and um, you send all of that to the urology and, the, and then the the provider that looks at it, reviews your answers to your questions. So answer honestly, and then looks at your pictures, and then we'll come up with a plan for what you're you know with your what you're concerned about. Simple, super, super simple. Maybe.
1: Very cool. Yeah. Um, we talked a little bit in the original episode about skin exfoliation. I I think at that time I did have a daily exfoliant. I don't have one right now. I would like to get that back, get one again. Um, I just haven't. We moved, and there's not really an Ulta nearby anymore, which is where I was like religiously at getting a lot of the stuff. Um. So I haven't. Maybe Target has a good one. I don't know. I haven't looked. Maybe I'll check the next time I go. But um, I do like to still exfoliate my entire body. But as far as like a daily exfoliant for my face, I've kind of stopped doing that. Do you guys? I don't think you guys did the no. exfoliant at that time. Have if you guys added anything like that? I mean, you're doing the retinol, which is more than enough. But
0: no, uh, not really. I, I don't. Um, outside of the the retinol, which is basically like giving yourself a chemical peel. Um, yeah uh, outside of that, I don't really exfoliate a lot. I definitely should exfoliate more than I do. Like, I should be aiming for once a week. Um, but when I do exfoliate, I literally just do my, like, same face wash stuff, but on a washcloth. Otherwise, I'm just using my hands, but that's enough for, like, a gentle exfoliating, um, exfoliation on your face. So, it's, like, not strong enough that it's going to hurt your skin like you don't want to exfoliate too much um but it's you know strong enough that it'll it just takes off that surface layer
1: everything in moderation uh so what about how do you guys feel about like face masks like using those as i don't know i don't know how often you're even supposed to use face masks but lush has a lot of like really good ones that i've used Mm -hmm. and i'm like how often am i supposed to use this
0: I have a love-hate relationship with them, personally. I I really like that they make you sit and do nothing for 15 or 20 minutes, and, like, mm-hmm. that's you time. Like, I think that, that element of self-care is, is so important. But even the, like, yes to carrots ones that are supposed to be, like, more natural burn my face. But I'll still use them because I just, like, I'm like, I need 15 minutes. Just let me just... Yeah. So.
1: But you could just take 15 minutes. Yeah.
0: I mean, I could, but I like having a reason to. Okay. Like you can't talk to me. I've got this on my face.
1: I completely forgot. I do use a lip mask. Um, so ever since the pandemic, my lips have been drying out really bad. So I actually did buy a, like a, it's like a chapstick exfoliant thing that I use every now and then. It's not every day, but when I notice that it's getting drier, I'll use that. And then, of course, I use ChapStick every day. And then uh, I, when it's really, really dry, I got in one of my Fun boxes a, a lip mask.
2: I didn't know and there was such a thing, and I didn't me- get one.
1: I, I didn't either. Jealous. Um, but apparently there is. And so I've started using that, and that they actually really work. I actually, as someone who has been dealing with really dried lips from having to wear a mask all day for, like, 10 hours straight at work. I can honestly say that the lip masks really do – or at least the – I'll have to find what brand it is, but uh, at least the one that I have does what it says. So. Nice. I do – I like that. I swear by that. I can't say – I can't speak for the whole face mask because I'm kind of like you, Kinsey. Not so much that it burns my skin, but I definitely – just feel like my pores – I feel my pores getting clogged, like, when
2: mm-hmm.
1: I <laughs> use those masks. Yeah. So.
2: I have I used like, – I have sorry. used one that was, like – your brother and I used one together. I don't know if it was, like, charcoal, but it's, like, you put it on your face. So it's, like – um, and then when you actually peeled it off, I guess it was nice. It wasn't, like, one that you just kind of rest. Like It was, like, you actually put it, it on, and it hardened. Yeah. yeah.
0: Outside, I mean, if we're counting, I would, uh, so when I think about face masks, I honestly think about, like, the ones that are, like, face-shaped that you, like, stick Mm -hmm. on your face. Yeah. But I do use a, um, like, the Aztec clay, so, like, the clay mask, um, and that is nice. And I will mix it with, with apple cider vinegar instead of water sometimes when I, like, really want it to, like, really work, and that is... It's amazing. It's absolutely amazing, but you need to put it on your face and immediately close your eyes. Because the apple cider vinegar will burn your eyes.
1: Good to know. But it's good for your skin.
0: (laughs)
2: Don't get it in your eye. And don't don't
1: put the mask on your eye.
2: No. No, Oh, something else. Something else. The ones that harden, don't put them on your eyebrows.
1: Oh, that's good advice too.
2: that's not I'll be honest
1: i wouldn't even think to do that yeah, yeah. don't do, put, that, do that as someone maybe, who has maybe put like some vaseline there or something to ensure that if mm. it does get on there it mm. doesn't it'll just come like right off maybe do that that's a good idea. Good idea. Yeah, yeah. That a good idea yeah yeah good idea yeah because honestly i never would have thought of that
2: you're welcome for doing it for you
1: yeah thank you appreciate that so, with us all wearing masks, I mean we were during we were in the pandemic last time when we recorded this, but we really didn't touch on I don't think did we touch on knee at all?
2: I don't, I don't think it, so, but it is a real thing.
1: Yeah, so I just was curious about since we're revisiting the topic of skincare, what y'all's experience has been with that? Have y'all had any knee? and what yes. have you done to deal with it?
2: One I've tried not to pop them because I love popping it's bad habit. Gross. It is gross, but I love it. Um, actually, from Curology, I got some acne wash, so thankfully I've been using that, which helps. But
1: okay,
2: um, but yeah, it's a real thing. It's it, the struggle is real with the mask and the acne.
1: Yeah,
2: and I don't get little ones. I, I get like big old cystic I'm ones. Old, sorry. Oh
1: man, I'm pretty lucky. Yeah, I haven't really had to deal with it, but I will say one thing that I do is I try to get... So, at my work, we have disposable masks, and I try to get a new mask every time. Mm-hmm. So, I don't, like, re-wear masks. And I know for some of my coworkers that have had issues with mask uh, some of them have found that the paper masks irritate their skin more, so they've switched to, like, all cotton masks. So... That could be a possibility for you, too, if that's something you're dealing with. Maybe try to switch over to a cotton mask. Or I've even seen one person had a silk mask. I don't know how great it is at protecting you, but you could always maybe put a liner in it. Mm -hmm. A lot of of masks have, like, a pocket to put a liner in. So maybe if you did that and then the silk wouldn't irritate your face as much. Yeah.
0: That's a good Um, idea. I have a – my mask is – I don't think it's silk, but it's, like, that that material that's supposed to, like – be like silk so it's really like kind on my face and it it has the pocket for um a filter so i've got the filter and it's washable and um
1: where did you get yours from
0: mega 64 shop.mega64.com honestly they're a comedy troupe um but uh their masks are amazing like they didn't they 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 made them because they were in california and it was like getting hit really bad um and we got masks because we like them and we wanted to support them. And honestly, like, since buying those masks, we, we, we've ordered them twice so that we have, like, extras. And, um, like, I've been searching around for other masks that are like that. I don't know where they got them from, but shop.mega64.com has the best masks that you could ask for. <laughs> That's All good right. to know. So
2: like. There you go. Where I work, you have to wear the um you can't wear cloth mask I mean I could wear a cloth mask underneath the the other you know the I guess paper mask surgical mask whatever mm-hmm. but I just don't know if I could handle double mask I, I, one is bad enough especially in the since it's getting hot in the summertime
1: maybe you should go get your uh,
2: my nose fixed
1: your uh sign your nose like shaved like or something inside open up your nasal passages
2: i need a nose job I need to get rid of eczema you know what i need to make an appointment with a plastic surgeon but there's one listening could you fit me in yes. <laughs> it's
1: okay i mean she's fine she just has a deviated septum
2: it's i mean people are gonna think i'm like this most horrendous looking <laughs> I need to wear a bag over my face
1: <laughs> doesn't have a deviated septum nowadays
2: Everybody. I'm, like, nostril envy. (laughs) Nostril envy. I actually look at people's nostrils like, oh, I bet they can breathe really well. They've got two nice big ones. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, Have you guys – so I know we talked about this a little bit on our TikTok episode, but everywhere all over the internet, all over TikTok, it has popularized, like, the gua sha. Or, like, jade or rose quartz rollers based in Chinese medicine. Have you guys tried that? What do you guys think about about all of that?
0: I really like my jade roller. Again, so got you, it from do Target. If you have one, you use one? Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it is really nice when, um, if you drank a little too much the night before and you're feeling puffy and you're looking puffy, it really takes that puffiness down. Um... What I'm noticing now that we're in allergy season is it helps like move like your sinuses too and I'm noticing that like it if I'm not using it consistently that I get really stuffy when I use it um but I still like it overall I know that it's doing its job um and helping clear like these lymph nodes and stuff so.
1: Do you have you used a, a gua sha? I don't know what like that is. Like the flat thing. It's like a, hmm. so, I,
2: go to I, so I can I, out I Googled it this. because I wasn't really sure what it is. And actually I think, I, one, I actually want to try some Eastern medicine stuff in general, acupuncture stuff. But it it sounds like something I would really like. It oh. uses pressure, like pressure.
1: Yeah, I was just going to say what a gua sha was. Yeah. Um, so, it's actually, I thought it was the name of the tool, but it's actually not. It is the practice of using a tool to apply pressure and scrape the skin to relieve pain and tension. So, I suppose using the roller
0: yeah, would I actually count as that. Yeah, I essentially am.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: Um, but no, the little thing that looks like a little guy going like this, um, so they get his hand out, the, the flat thing, I have not used. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I actually ordered from Amazon. I have the, the flat thing and the rollers. And I agree, Kenzie. Definitely, the rollers honestly feel so good mm-hmm. on your skin. And if I had one of those little mini fridges, that like makeup oh, mini yeah? fridges, I would probably put it in there
0: and have it be cold. It probably feels so good.
2: Is that a time. real thing? Makeup oh, mini fridge?
0: Yeah. 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 Um, I also like to use it um, when, I am, when I wear foundation, which isn't very often, um, but... If I'm using a liquid foundation, after I've put everything on, going over with the roller, make sure to clean it after, um, to really get a nice, smooth finish. nice, smooth, perfect I finish. I've never tried that before.
2: Well, I used it this weekend for the first time. Thank you, Sydney. And I have to say, I, it does feel nice. Like, after I used it, like, I was like, ooh. Now I know why people are using these. It, it yeah. felt really, really nice. So I
1: really feel like it is. It will be
2: something. included now in my daily.
1: Um, I do want to start using the, I also own the flat one, and I do want to start using that to try to help um, uh, with the, there's a certain way to do it to like, what did you say? The lymphatic, to mm-hmm, drain mm-hmm. The, the lymphatic system or whatever. Yeah. Um, so... I do. I saw a video on how to do that properly, so I do think I'll probably try to do that to help with that, um, just to see. I don't know. It might m- not make a difference for me, but it also might make me, might, might make me feel amazing. So, yeah. and I already own the product, so
0: might as well I'm use give it, it a try.
1: <laughs> I'll give you guys an update if I like it. Uh, any other interesting face care things that you guys wanted to add before we end today's episode? I know this one was short. It was really just a recap of...
2: Um, This is not really a facial thing, but it just popped into my head. Drink water. Water, water, water. That's good for your skin.
1: Uh, Definitely great
0: advice. Water is good. Maybe that's why my skin is so clear. I drink so much water. Maybe.
2: I will say this.
0: If you're a person who doesn't drink a lot of water and you're like, I want to improve my skin, I'm going to start drinking a lot of water. Your skin's going to get worse before it gets better. Don't stop drinking water after a week of doing it when you suddenly have a lot of acne. Like your skin needs time to get used to it. Um, just trying to to relieve all the fears ahead of time that I have personally yeah. had. But you know in what? Honestly, life. when you use
2: when you start any new product, it usually breaks. Doesn't it usually it like usually your skin makes gets worse? worse
0: before it gets better? And mm-hmm. with skin especially, um. And I will also say with the um the jade roller, watch a YouTube video. Um, because there is a correct way to use the jade roller. Um and you, you're it's still gonna feel nice even if you're just like rolling it on your face, but there's a way to do it to really get the movement and oh. you know, five minutes of your time and it's gonna make that product oh. work so much better. And the last time that we talked, we talked about um, like eating your, your vitamins and minerals and things like that. Um, I have not really changed my diet at all to match my skincare routine, but I have started taking hair, skin, and nail vitamins, collagen, gummy vitamins, and um, saw palmetto um it's really good for wrinkles it has like the precursor for elastin in it so um in combination i've actually seen wrinkles that i have had to developing go back in the opposite direction after starting to take um my hair skin and nails and collagen and saw palmetto no unfortunately i didn't take them in isolation so i don't know which one is the one that's doing it or if it's all in combination so i have to keep taking them all but Um, (laughs) but yeah, I have to vouch for, um, for ingesting like vitamins and neutral, vitamins and minerals that are not currently in your diet. Um, like thinking about what you eat for your skin.
1: Yeah, that is really important. It's really important to try to get that in. I actually got a multivitamin that also... Helps with hair, skin, nails, and all that stuff, too. And I started taking it. And I took it a couple times. But I stopped because I just felt like I've been feeling, like, a little, like, sickly lately. And I was like, I'm going to, like, hold off on the vitamins right now. And I'm probably going to add them back in at some point. But just right now, I'm just kind of, like, rebalancing some things. So,
2: Mm -hmm. mm Can I just add one thing about the – well, if you're taking, like, biotin for your hairs, you know, the hair, skin, and nails, and you have thyroid issues, about a week before you go to have your thyroid labs, stop taking it because it can give faults.
0: Oh, I didn't results. know that.
2: Yeah. So just just about, just about like, a week before. Just which stop it false, and then go in direction? and have your labs.
1: What, what would it give faults Yeah. what?
2: It could just false. Um, I don't know if it's false positive. Or it just, but it gets false reading. You can make the levels off. You can throw them off. So mm, might think Google well. You this. might need. They might think you need to change your your synthroid or your, but you don't really. Okay, just, I'm
0: gonna just, Google this real fast. How? So, does biotin affect? Oh, TSH. There we go. Uh, I didn't even have to mention. it. Most commonly, it can result in falsely high levels of T4 and T3 and falsely low levels of TSH, leading to either a wrong diagnosis of hyperthyroidism or that the thyroid hormone dose is too high. So it makes your thyroid right. levels look better than they actually are. So right. if you have hypothyroidism, biotin right. is going to make it look like you are normal or going hyper thyroid right right. and if you have hypothyroidism you know exactly what that means and if you you don't have hypothyroidism thank your lucky stars um that is true so i would say just like
1: a good rule of thumb though with that being said because i had blood work done one time and um all of some of my levels were off but it was because i was like taking a daily vitamin so but she knew the person who did the blood work when she was going over it with me. She was like, yeah, but you're taking this vitamin, so that's why it's off. So right. make sure you, even though it's just vitamins and it's over-the-counter, make sure you disclose things like that because – Yeah, absolutely. It is important. Yeah, because they can give uh, – they can raise certain levels or lower certain levels more than just biotin with the hypothyroidism thing. Absolutely. So I think you should just – if you're going to implement it and you have to go get blood work done – Either let, discontinue let, it. Let your how long, know. How long did you say? One week, two weeks? One
2: week.
0: So One either week.
1: discontinue it a week before you get that done or make sure you tell them. Probably just discontinue it, though it so you can get the most accurate readings. But if that's not possible, right. make sure you disclose it. Absolutely. Okay. All right. That's my, that's my advice
2: for the day.
0: <laughs> that's actually
1: really it's helpful. Actually, <laughs> yeah, that's that. really good advice about the, the biotendant.
2: Every <laughs> once in a while, I can throw something out there. Yeah, I
1: didn't know that, so that is very helpful. So. Well, anything else anybody <laughs> wants to...
2: Ed. Uh no, I think I think that's it. I'm actually doing a skincare thing now. Aren't y'all proud of me? And my skin feels so much better. Good. Feels very good. I'm yeah. thinking it's looking better too.
0: It's hard to tell, but yeah. Yeah, it is. Did you say it's hard it to is tell? It is
1: because your camera is very grainy because you're using the. <laughs>
0: oh.
1: is it, yeah, it's hard to tell. I can't see what your skin looks like at all. Well,
2: it feels better. Feels healthier. That's
0: good. Um, we'll link all of our, um, stuff that they send me between now and when I post this episode, um, in, uh, What do I... Do I have to link anything? With our episode posting. Anything that you want me to share, any of your products that you use or anything, um, I'll link a link to the biotin thing so you guys know how that affects you because a lot of women, um, have hypothyroidism and many of them don't know it um so if you're super sleepy hair's falling out hair's turning gray prematurely and you're taking biotin and your levels are never coming back as that you have hypothyroidism maybe just t- stop taking it for a week and then go get it checked again because um, those are all symptoms of hypothyroidism
1: also isn't um like being like cold or something like that too is another mm-hmm. one yeah. yeah that's a
0: thing yeah yeah,
1: I was just trying to think of more symptoms. But...
0: Maybe we should just have a little a thing thyroid, up there. Hy- a hypothyroid. We should probably <laughs> have an episode, episode. about that
1: because that's something you guys have both experienced, and something that's very common yeah. for women. So,
2: yeah. 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 hypothyroid, <sighs> eczema, TPS. <laughs> we have an episode
0: about eczema. <laughs> this goes on and on. <laughs> no, she's just <laughs> listing all of her problems.
1: <laughs> should maybe have one on eczema. I'm gonna me.
0: be lonely forever.
1: Well, that's all for now, folks. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: See you later. See you next no, time. Um,
1: yeah, no, that really is it. But um, if you guys have any questions or comments, <laughs> as always, feel free to reach out to us on our Instagram at technically in adult podcast, or you can email us at technically adult podcast at gmail.com. We will try to, as Kinsey said, put the links in. Where will you put them? Spotify, Instagram?
0: Um, I can't put them on Instagram. Uh I still haven't gotten us a com yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have a um a blog spot. Yeah. Is that right? Wordpress? Wordpress. Technically an adult podcast dot wordpress. So check there. com and the
1: Instagram.
0: Yeah. Um Instagram I'll add that technically an adult thing to our link tree. So just go to our Instagram, check on our check out our link tree, and um, you can find the website there. Um, and that's where you can also find transcripts of episodes in case you were wondering what the heck we said. Yeah.
1: Um, and so if there's any products that you're curious about or any information that you want to know more about, Check out the Instagram and the Linktree, all that good stuff, so you can find out more information. Uh,
2: other than that, that's all for now. Bye. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye
0: been listening to technically an adult podcast our theme song and outro music is how exciting by revolution void we're using this through a creative commons license by attribution 3.0 revolution void has no affiliation with technically an adult or it's cast and crew we are very thankful that the song exists you can find us on instagram at technically an adult podcast send us an email technically an adult podcast at gmail.com also we're on twitter at tech and adult you can find us each individually on our link tree, which is on our Instagram. Thanks so much for listening. Bye!